Welcome to the Tanner Tax Podcast. This is episode one. And today we're going to be talking about a concept um, that as a taxpayer in this country, you may or may not be aware of the nuance. And that is tax preparation versus tax planning. You may have noticed, and I've noticed recently on, on television, uh, TurboTax, um, all these outfits, you know, provide a, a no-cost tax return prep, uh, hire a CPA, or uh, TurboTax is hiring a bunch of CPAs to help you with your, your tax returns, which is great. Um, you know, anything to help, you know, people get their taxes filed correctly and on time, I think is a good thing, especially if you're getting a refund. But all of that is tax preparation. That is taking numbers from the prior year. So as, as we sit today in March of 2019, tax preparation for most folks means looking at 2018 from a cal- calendar year perspective saying what happened did I get married did I get divorced did I have a kid did I own a home did I make contributions to my church or other charitable organizations taking the entire year converting your year to to a tax profile if you will basically say you know what income did I make do I get deductions what offsets do I get so that I can report to the IRS and in doing so you're basically reporting what's already happened in the past that's tax preparation once you gather the forms you're putting numbers on forms which is you know it's an important exercise Um, federal rules require certain numbers and certain results to land on certain forms and certain lines states do as well Um, that's all regulatory and so there there's some there's some skill to be able to say here's what happened and here's where it needs to be reported um, not only to to get it right but so that the the tax amount if any is calculated correctly and you're not overpaying so the compliance exercise is necessary it's required as US citizens you know definitely an important part of the process but that is not tax planning and that that is news to a lot of folks when you go in, you know, when you do a turbo tax and you're paying $50 or you're paying $0 or you're paying $100, whatever it is, for your tax return, you're not get you're not getting tax planning advice. You're getting the bare bones, here's how we're going to help you get your numbers on on the 2018 forms so that you can file with the IRS. And oh, by the way, it uh, looks like you're getting a refund, so we'll offer you 80% of the cash right now, um, and then we'll take the difference, you know, when you get your refund as our fee. That's all. That's all preparation. That's numbers on forms. Again, there's a time and a place, uh, and, and it does take some skill and sometimes art form, depending on what program you use, to get that right. Tax planning, on the other hand, is it. I will say it can be done um, sometimes with a view of looking back. And the reason I say that is there's some timing plays that can work in, a, in the favor of a taxpayer. 
meaning the IRS does allow taxpayers the ability to elect and choose certain accounting methods and sometimes those accounting methods can be chosen in the year after a tax year so right now uh, as a firm we're you know we're preparing a lot of individual returns corporate returns partnership returns etc you know there might be a scenario where we look at a return and we prepare it and we step back and from a big picture the company or you know might might benefit from changing their accounting method which can be done all the way up until the extended due date of the return so <clears throat> in that instance that's a little bit of planning that can occur uh, sometimes to the benefit of a taxpayer but generally speaking tax planning is prospective looking at what okay if, if we're talking about an individual or if we're talking about a, a business entity it's the same looking at the entity or the individual and saying what does your tax world look like how do you make your money how do you make your income do you have a side business if you're an entity how do you incur expenses do you have multiple streams of revenue as an individual do you have investments in real estate do you are, are you an entrepreneur with multiple side hustles uh, are you giving to charitable organizations are you philanthropic you know taking inventory if you will of your entire life and saying okay what do we have and what can we do to fit your life within certain legal loopholes that will benefit you from a tax perspective that may mean for a company setting up you know a sister organization in order to move a business unit to a new legal entity and save from a tax rate perspective maybe that's depreciation deductions that have been missed in the past maybe it's accounting method changes for tax that would be beneficial to the entity a C corporation or a partnership maybe it's some retirement planning 401k deferred compensation socking money away maybe it's changing your entity structure some of these things again need to be a little bit thought about in advance um, you know at this time if you want to change your LLC to an escort for the 2018 tax year that's not going to happen so being proactive with all the new tax law changes that went into effect in December 2017 with with President Trump how does that impact me how does that impact me going forward I'm a partnership yeah I get the QBI deduction I'm fairly confident about that but would it make more sense to be in a C Corp I don't really take distributions out of my LLC I just assume having the earnings sit there you know in a C Corp paying a tax rate of 21 percent so these things from a planning perspective looking at the entire profile how are you going to earn money what businesses are you taking on what what expansion strategies are you considering uh, what acquisition activities are you considering what disposition activities are you considering are you going to trigger a large capital loss that's going to be suspended 
or do you have other assets to which you can you could trigger long-term capital gains and offset the two thinking about that ahead of time will help you manage maneuver posture to get the best tax answer now if you're somebody who has you have squeezed your CPA you've squeezed the turnip so tight you've gotten every ounce of juice out of that thing meaning from a tax compliance perspective you feel like you've got the lowest cost you're getting the most value for that cost you're getting your tax return filed you're you're completely satisfied maybe you're not satisfied maybe you're filing late um, but from a from a cost perspective you've gotten that number down as far as you think you can go I'd be willing to bet that you're not getting any tax planning advice because you've basically hogtied your CPA or your accountant to only deliver the bare minimum tax compliance services when when you have negotiated a rate on compliance that is as low as you think you can get it then plan on not receiving any tax planning services there's no time the CPA has no time based on the agreement that you've come up with to be proactive to look prospectively you know about your situation to bring ideas to bear bring ideas to the table to help you save on tax because you've basically said look all I want you to do is to get this tax return turned around as as, as efficiently and as quickly as possible and I'm gonna pay you this this fee that we've agreed upon and that's it and if you expect anything more um, you're gonna be disappointed however if you're willing to explore a different approach compliance is there as, as citizens of this country that needs to happen and so that's one bucket planning is a different bucket planning is a different activity planning takes diff a different mindset a different skill set you're not thinking about uh, efficiency quick turnarounds um, getting numbers on forms as efficiently and as correct as possible you're stepping back going okay what do I have here you're asking your CPA to be creative within the law you're asking them to see you from multiple angles to see if you're taking advantage of everything that you can tax planning helps you optimize your tax situation before the reporting happens on a tax return you try to use well you do use legitimate ways to optimize your tax consequence based on your goals and plan for the future it's it's not a quick and and dirty and fast and 45 minutes and you're there type of process it just isn't it takes a commitment by you the taxpayer whether you're a business entity individual whatever and your CPA or tax preparer to say we're gonna take a long position on my tax profile and I would like some help in thinking through this and it takes time for a tax for a CPA to you know be able to understand your goals and your objectives and how they can help meet those and 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 that's just not a quick 45 minute meeting doesn't mean that you have to meet every month 
but it is good practice to, if you have not sat down with your CPA and said, okay, let's set compliance aside for a minute. Here's what I would like from a planning perspective. Here are my goals. Here's what I'm trying to do. I'd love to start a business or I'd like to get out of a business or I'd love to diversify my retirement. I'd love to get into some rental properties. What do you know? Well, how can you help me? What can we think about? What are the benefits? And being able to go down that path and as your CPA starts to learn your tendencies, learn your goal, learn your vision, they're working on other clients as well and they're gonna see something that worked really well with a different client that might have good application to you. They're able to bring best practices. Now, I will say if, if they find value, be willing to think of that value in, in a way that might be a little different. If I said to you, hand me a $20 bill and I will give you 100, no strings attached, would you do it? I mean, that's a five to one return on your quote unquote investment. The same is true for tax planning. If your CPA comes to you and says, you know, I see an opportunity where you can save $200,000 on your tax bill and moving forward, you know, there are things we can do year over year to, to help reduce your position. That That's huge. That's money that you were gonna cut a check to the IRS uh, at your next quarterly estimate or when you filed your tax return that's money that you now get to put in your pocket. Now you you may pay, need to pay for that advice um, to your CPA who brought you the idea and is helping you manage your value and, and create value and create something that you didn't have otherwise. But think about that. If he, if your CPA said, "I have a way, you know, legally that we can do some things to help." save you tax to the tune of $200,000 and it's going to cost, you know, $30,000, $40,000 to implement the idea and, and do the work associated with it. I mean, I, that's at least a four to one return, a little bit between four and five. I mean, that's a great return. And again, that's, that's money that was going to be paid to the IRS. You were going to cut a check for $200,000 to the IRS. Instead, you get to keep the majority and you cut a check to your CPA for the value that he or she has created. So it's something to think about. Uh, it's, it's a mind shift, it's different. Uh, it, it's, and let me add, forecasting is not planning, it's not strategy, right? If, if your CPA is saying, okay, let's, let's take a look at this year, what do you estimate your income to be for 2019? We'll make some book tax adjustments and see where we're landing. Uh, that way we can help you manage your quarterly estimated payments or we can get a feel for where you're gonna end up from a cash tax perspective. That's a great exercise, right? Planning, forecasting, great exercise. Gives you an idea, helps you stay in the loop. That's not, that's not tax strategy per se or forward-looking tax planning it's in the year planning but it's it's just a forecasting forecasting exercise if you're getting some of that service from your CPA uh, or your tax preparer 
that's not tax strategy or tax planning in, in the truest sense. That's just forecasting. So that's maybe even in, a, in another bucket, a third bucket. So you have tax preparation services, you have tax consulting and strategy, and then maybe you have some forecasting. I could argue that that's in the tax compliance bucket, but whatever. But that's, that's still not true planning. So planning, again, is looking at the, the, the entire profile from a holistic standpoint and doing things, moving things, creating new entities, getting rid of entities, changing business units, et cetera, et cetera, from a tax perspective that helps you optimize your tax profile. That's it for today. Hopefully that, uh, that explanation is helpful. It's a nuance that I don't think is always recognized, but it's something we see as tax professionals. And actually, we love to get involved with planning. It's, a, it's the creative side of our business. It requires different thinking. It's actually more satisfying to help somebody optimize their tax profile. Don't get me wrong, compliance definitely uh, has its place and it's great and it, we do a lot of it um, but to see actual savings and impact on the individual or the business and say look we helped you within the law uh, save this money or create value for your enterprise and you didn't have to pay it to the IRS that is more fulfilling to us um, and to me personally it's it's a great thing to do and, and it's a lot of fun hope you enjoyed the show we'll be back soon